its solutions became huge problems. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Hmm. That's selfing at its at its prime. Yes. Well, it's like the I was seeing something. The sinuses were bar bothering me a couple of months ago. Not like they don't bother me now, but someone wanted me to take Benadryl or something. So I read, I read it, and it said masking the symptoms. So I said, <laughs> "Here we go again." I'd there rather was feel the discomfort than to be driven by the discomfort. Yeah. There yeah. was a study today in the New York Times saying the cancer treatments cause cancer. I'm just. I meant to tell you that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the uh, that's one of the the tricks. You know, what you're most interested in not happening tends to happen. Yeah. Based on <laughs> your interest in it not happening. <laughs> it's yeah. all focus. You just see it. Yeah. You see it's, this. It's the see, attention. You see it, and it it's really a wealth of knowledge about about what we're not really yeah mm -hmm. because it's a, it, mm -hmm. it, cancer is a natural process so it's you're just directing the cells in a different way you know what i'm saying so when you give it a process to stop it it will just reboot and cause another cancer yeah so again this is a world of of solutions that are really the most they can do is mask the symptoms. Yeah. They're not solutions. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it is. I mean, if a failed system is projecting itself into how we see life, a lot of shit's going to fail. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah. And we're going to be left with, you know, I had it with, uh, one of those uh, phone cell phone carriers yeah and so i had to drive all the way down to their office because you couldn't do it over the internet or something i went there and then they they gave me their two solutions which didn't sound like solutions so i just gave them my little clamshell phone and that was the end of of ever working with that company i just said they don't sound like solutions to me Here's your phone. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. These are options that are advantageous to us. We're going to prop, we're going to present them as solutions to you. No, I don't think so. So, yeah. But isn't this happening in the head all day? Sure it is. Yeah. The head is concentrating on, molehills uh so it doesn't see the mountains you know you the head is is creating the story oh for sure well it already has because humbly to me the biggest story is the one who has the stories that's the biggest story. exactly so the one who has the stories the amount of stories can go down or increase or they can change the the theme of the story, but it never affects the idea that you're the biggest story of all, the idea of you as a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yeah? 
you as the doer, you as the thinker, you as the feeler. It's like a it's like a Marvel super person movie, you know? You have all these attributes, you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh to me. So everyone, I gotta, I've gotta let go of my story. The biggest story to let go of is the one who thinks it can let go of this story, <laughs> because they, all right, what stories stories are worthy to be printed this month? What stories we need to get rid of? We have our editor here. We have our copyright. I mean, the person proofreader. It's all in the system itself yeah it's playing god with everything yeah and especially with the idea of god you know really i mean so i mean we are just at we went to an extreme end you know addicts and alcoholics because uh the version of self-centeredness in time can increase and get to be a, a magma self-centeredness or extreme radical self-centeredness. It can go to such a point where it starts demonstrating qualities that aren't noticeable usually when it's lesser. Yeah. So when it really takes over, you get to see its nature in you and look at what it does. It brings people to their knees. Yes. Mm -hmm. and any life run on it is hardly going to be a success you bet yes now some of the not successful lives are addictive alcoholic lives but there's plenty of them yeah yeah the principle's the same the the flamboyance of the defeat may be different yeah yeah so there's a solution. That's the good news. And the underlying causes, the exact nature of the wrong is not drinking, obviously. To mm -hmm. many of us, to me, it was in the beginning that drinking was a solution. Yeah, I was trying to get relief from this obsessiveness concerning everything about me. And it worked. Drinking distracted the attention and gave it permission to be somewhat okay at a huge cost, but it seemed like a great deal to me. So I kept at it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, paying ransom to the devil. The devil always going to have the final say. Yeah. So the exact nature, I feel, is this ideation and an active one. In Buddhism, they call it cherishing of self let's say this cherishing of this idea of me. And it is an idea, a well-worn old idea of me. And the amount of reinforcement it takes to keep that going is all the obsessions, you know? I always used to wonder why my head would constantly be obsessing over something. That's how it reinforces, reinforces the identification as self. It obsesses. Yeah, obsesses, obsesses, reinforces that which is the obsessor, me. Yeah. So, and this is a bondage of self. Uh, the bondage can appear to be an addictive life or alcoholic life, 
but those are just one forms. The bondage is going on unbeknownst to most people. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it goes to an extreme point where it brings attention to itself because it always overplays its hand. Yeah. So if you give it full takeover of body, it's going to, you're going to probably have to be intervened on. Somebody or something's going to stop you because it just goes too far. Yeah. It does. You know what I mean? And so, the alarm goes off. All right. Now we have alcoholism and addiction and food addiction and sex addiction and all these fucking addictions. Yes. But what's really having all of them is the real form of the addiction, the idea of self. Yeah. They're all synonymous. They're all connected to self. Every addiction, every form, every variation, and you know, and the target of it, let's say sex, food, alcohol, drugs, money, they all can be different, but this it's the same equation, yes? And self is the primary number in there. I mean, after you've lived uh, 30 of these equations and you've been after the, you know, the equal sign, you've been at that effect, wouldn't it be good to see what's going on? I mean, if what's going on unseen is causing a lot of fucking havoc and shit, well, then it would probably be a good idea to see it, see what's going on with a hopefully a, a, an understanding that would bring not more bondage, but a relief from the bondage of self. And how was that relief would look like? It would look like to me a loss of interest in self, which in the big book of AA is the pivot point. We lose interest in self. We, we, that's not self. We lose interest in self. Self does not lose interest in self. That's interest in self. We lose interest in self. And when that happens, all these things start, are allowed to occur that would are able to occur at any moment, but there are certain conditions that are causing them not to be available seemingly to us. Yeah. So when those conditions on our side get affected, then that possibility, which is readily available, becomes available to us. Yeah. And the condition is loss of interest in self. Yeah. Now, if you want to say there's a self that's being implied by the loss of interest, and then there's the self that's the object, I don't believe that. That doesn't make any sense to me. So when it says we or losing interest in self, I do not me I do not take it into imply a self. I just don't. I don't believe they're talking. I would say they're talking to what they call a spiritual condition. Let's say. So we, as a spiritual condition, lose interest in our mental condition, which is self, yeah, where the problem resides. And then what happens? All sort of remarkable things start to occur. Could they have occurred before? Yes, but the conditions weren't right. Now the conditions are right, and now they'll occur. And perhaps this is the 
building blocks of a new way of doing what or of being what not doing doing it'll look like you're doing for a while but it's actually being and what is that going to be you're going to be in faith in the infinite and rather than finite self that's the end game yeah once that is established probably that urge to drink and use will drop yeah and you'll be in the habit of being sober, which will allow the the required condition to maintain itself. So this can keep going on a day at a time for how many days they're going to be. Yes. There's not a limited amount of days of a at a time. It's whatever, how many days you have at a time, basically. It could be 70 years, 77 seconds, whatever. But those requirements have been met. You know, perhaps there's a better way. The better way is in place. And now there you go. You're reaping the rewards and and so beautifully because it's so inclusive, others will reap the rewards of you reaping the rewards. It's like a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nice. So there's no need for martyrdom and super sacrifice. I think those are, those are made by the false altar of self. Yes. It wants you to fucking cut off your arm to prove some shit. I don't think you have to. I don't. I don't think this is about martyrdom or sacrifice. I do not. I do not. If you call sacrifice not having to be at the 7-Eleven at 5.59 in a freezing morning. Well, all right. Yeah, it has, that's going to be sacrificed. Yeah. But I don't call that a sacrifice. Yeah. I just don't. So basically the condition we'd like to find ourselves in, well, hallelujah, you are in it already. <laughs> that's the whole point. This is not about building a spiritual condition. It's diminishing a mental condition. Yeah, the spiritual condition is as big as it's ever going to be. How can you say a spiritual condition is big or small? It's not a body. It's not like it has to work out like a body to be in good fit physical condition. It's not of a body. It's it's it doesn't have an acquired quality. It's its quality is already in the being stage. Yeah, always. Yeah. It's something com constantly always available, yet fresh and new every second. Yeah, not bad. So this is my take. So if what I ran into these things, I attempted quite a lot to lose interest in self without knowing it I, as doing it as self. Yeah. But when I finally heard that, I had all the evidence there to trigger incredible conviction and the conviction occurred. I realized self can't get out of self. It's not personal. It's not like, oh, it's just a, we, it's a, it's a temporary tweak. No, self can't get out of self. Self is not going to get that. The problem is the bondage of self. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to look at the bondage of self from the idea of being Paul, a.k.a. self. And Paul, it makes sense to try to escape the bondage of self. Let me shoot up that drug. Yes, let me, 
no matter what consequences are in store for me, I'll put that needle in my arm right now for that hope of being temporarily relieved of the bondage of self for five minutes until the knock on the fucking bathroom door by the police are grabs my attention once again. Yes. <laughs> you become enslaved to a false solution, aren't you? Hasn't alcohol turned into a false solution to you, yet you're still enslaved in drinking it? The shooting, the coke, it's a false solution. But now you don't know any better. Yeah? No one's coming with a better option, seemingly, that moment. You would only see a better drug, really. Yeah. So we, we get stuck with a solution that's quite temor temporary. And then its real nature of being a problem can last for a long, long fucking time. <laughs> that's the dilemma. I just had someone call me. I yeah, It just happens, you know. So, yeah. So let's just be done with it. Just have get a clear understanding of what has defeated you. Have a you know, pay attention to the recognition of what it's not when it appears. Bring that to step six and seven. Yeah. So it's not about uh, a spiritual bypass of step nine. No, if you bring the shit to six and seven, you're probably not going to act out and you're not going to own amends. That's the point of step six and seven. It doesn't come after eight and nine. It comes before eight and nine. Eight and nine is what's needed for what's left over, basically, that doesn't go through the recycling of six and seven. Yeah, that shows a manifestation here. We act out, we do something, then we do eight and nine again. Yeah, but the beauty of it is, hopefully the fourth step and the fifth step have given you eyes to see what has defeated you. So when you recognize it before the defeat and you bring it to step six and seven, it diverts that defeat. And it also brings you right to 10 and 11 and 12 because there's no amends to be made and you don't need any list. You don't. Yeah. So six and seven to me is the most working of the working steps after a while. Because a lot's going to be revealed. I think most of it is what you're not about what alcoholism or whatever you want to call it. You're going to see a whole lot about what you're not. And when you see that, bring it to six and seven and ask that power. Like we say in the primary seven step uh, prayer, you know, take all of me, the good and the bad. Well, yeah, this is like. There's, that's a declaration, and then how that is presented a day at a time is six and seven. So your declaration is to take all of me, good and bad, and all right, now weekly you have a, a certain amount of garbage, you bring it to six and seven. Under the, the banner of the declaration, take all of me, good and bad. Yeah, all right, here you go. There's the recycling chute, throw it in there. Good and bad, yeah. And what's going to happen? It's going to change it and put it to a different use. Yeah. And I hope it's going to, I, I humbly believe it will benefit you and others. Yeah. So 
But the whole thing pivots on loss of interest in self. Self can't do that. So what do we do? Yeah. The biggest thing is playing God. Okay. Am I identified as that which is playing God? You may be. If I am, and I hear this idea of quit playing God, isn't that playing God? When I, as the act of playing God, tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. Yeah. Ad infinitum. It can never not be not playing God. <laughs> So what does it mean to me to quit playing God? It's a loss of interest in the heads, forecasting and prognosis and critiques and, you know, it's future games, all this shit. It's past remembrances. Yeah. To lose interest in all that. Yeah. Is the quitting of playing God. Yeah. And to me, humbly, I believe it's God that quits playing God. Yeah. So God sees that which is a, that which the that the mental state is playing God and goes, hey, I beg to interrupt, but uh, <laughs> I'm God and uh, you're not. So shut the fuck up and be of service. Whatever. Yeah. So so yeah. So loss of interest. If you wanted to have an an, an experience of that or a free sample of it. Service. Service will cause a loss of interest in you and an interest in what's happening. And you'll feel better when you're involved with it than when you're sitting with you all day. <laughs> you just do. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of recovery, it produces the goods. Yeah. So you're going to have, it's not like you're going to have a marketing plan to sort of compare to the previous marketing plan. You're going to actually have the goods. You're going to be feeling different. You're going to be happier, more content. Yeah. And then it's going to be compared with a marketing, a marketing program of never delivering the goods, but always promising the goods. Yeah. And, you know, what's better than, you know, what's in, uh, instead of a bird in hand instead of two in the bush, so to speak. Yeah. So now you have a bird in hand. You haven't drank in eight weeks. Things are starting to clear up. And then the head is still advertising, you know, what it's going to be like drunk in Cancun or something <laughs> without a, with omitting the uh, particulars like going to Mexican jail and shit like that. Oh, it'll be great. <laughs> You've lost interest in that. Yeah. Yeah. So. The program is the biggest problem with the program. There's people in it. That's all. Yeah. And the dilemma is like everything else, like it or not, this is a subjective experience. The objective alcoholic can live as if it's not an alcoholic through a subjective interpretation. Basically, everything is appearing to be true or false to us based on us. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people who need an incredible amount of help do not believe they need any help. And they have no interest in what's on offer here. Yeah. So sometimes the most needy are the less interested. It's, it's not a, it's to me, it's all 
explained and understood through the lens of the identification as self, the parasite doesn't want you to recover from it. It's just that simple. Yeah. Now it may be inevitable, but it's going to drag its fucking feet, which are your feet. Yeah. It's going to drag your its feet as much as possible and yap and yap and yap where you'll be sober and it'll keep telling you you're not sober. <laughs> you're not really sober. You don't care about this meeting, but you're at the meeting. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when people used to ask me, how many meetings should you attend? I'd say this one. <laughs> Just attend the one you're at and see what see what's going to happen. Not with a master plan. I'm going to go to 300 in 150 days. Great. But just attend this one that you're at. Yeah. So, so that's the point. We rely on page 64, the third paragraph. You make it what you think it means. I share what I believe it means. Yeah. I don't care what it meant to them because it's it wasn't theirs either. To me, the big book is a download. It wasn't Bill Wilson's or the other people who wrote it. They were used for something to come here, which was the uh, solution. Yeah. Yeah. So being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So let's not even go any farther than that. Isn't that a diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong? Let's say there's many in the big book, but at least you got to say, isn't this one? It sure sounds like it. It's it's sort of, you know, I mean, is there a super defeat? I mean, it's obviously we've been defeated. <laughs> and the finger points to self. And the finger points to we as the defeated. Yeah, us. And any life run on, not our will, not God's will, but self's will, will hardly be a success. Yeah. And I would imagine self is probably the most used word in the big book. Yeah. It seems to impose a lot of crises on us. It seems to drive us with a hundred forms of shit. It seems to compel us. We make decisions based on it that later put us in a position to be hurt. It sure sounds like the culprit is being described over and over again, and it ain't us. Yet why do, when we just look at some of the common, can you imagine if the common manifestations, you can see through the identification? What about the subtler ones? Yeah. I mean, they give you three giant fucking pizzas called resentment, fear, and hurting other people in a self, selfish, self-centered way. Yeah, really. They're fucking big fucking balloon balls. You should be able to see them so that you can see that they're not yours. Yeah, because we all share them. Resentment, fears, and harms unto others. Yeah. They're, and therefore, they could be self's manifestations. To keep calling them ours, what about the subtle, subtler forms of manifestation of self? 
where are we going to start? Let's start with the big coconuts before we get to the, you know, the little kiwis. <laughs> yeah, let's recognize what's fallen out of the tree and knocked us in the head. <laughs> Resentment, fear, harm's done to others with the hopes that we'll be able to see the subtler versions of self's manifestations. Yes. <laughs> Let's say Paul. Uh, uh, whatever. It's just, you know, it's sort of like, you know, when when you're having a question answer and someone throws you a softball question, it's sort of like a softball. Resentment, fear, harm's done to others. They're so easily proven to not be yours. I mean, really, because so many people have them. How could they be yours? Is there, own, is there a special... Uh, species of resentment called Paul's resentment. <laughs> it just seems like it looks just like Michael's resentment and Nick and Mickey's resentment. It doesn't seem, oh, this is a super strain called Paul's resentment. It had to grow in Long Island and fester in Brooklyn. And look at the fucker. <laughs> it can live out 70 years of justified grievance. And we don't even have fear, right? Is it? Do you believe what's driving you is fear? Maybe. But how is it appearing? I would say mental anxiety. Yeah. Because to really be driven by fear, life would have to have a threatening event every other minute, which it doesn't for most people. Yes. Even like sharks. I'm super afraid of sharks. But you probably won't be afraid of shock if you're on land, yeah? So there's certain conditions. I'm afraid of being shot, but I'm not getting shot at right now, yeah? So I would say it's mental anxiety, don't you feel? So the head is mimicking fear through constant repetition and faith in what it's repeating to produce a state of mental anxiety. Why? Because it loves to grow in that. Yeah. It's like the it's like the the temperature of the Petri dish. It just loves it. It loves that mental anxiety, fear, and yeah, it just bathes in it. Yes. Same thing with resentment, the glorification of the past by being bound by it all fucking day. Yeah. And then future worries. And even though, let's say you're worried about, do you mind if I riff? I'm just going off today for a second. All right, let's say you're worried about being destitute, far out, yes? But if even if you look for a minute, is it destitution you're worried about? Probably not. It's what destitution means to you. It means no one's going to like me, all right? And then what does that mean to you? Well, no one's going to definitely love me ever. And what does that mean for you? Well, it means I must be fucking bad if no one likes me and loves me. And what does that mean to you? You see, you're being defeated by things 
filled with tons of other meaning. Yeah. You haven't been, if you haven't been destitute, why would you be so afraid of it? You're afraid of what it means to you. Yeah. The head is. So it's a constant, it's a like a closed loop. It gives you the title, like, I'm afraid of dying. It has no idea what dying is. Yeah. It doesn't. But it, it just goes off. So even the topic that we say we're afraid of about or about, we're not. It's meanings that, that it's implied. Yeah. I won't look good if I'm destitute. If I don't look good, my self-esteem's going to go down. My pride's going to be affected. I'm not going to be a ladies' man. All this shit, yes? So this is, I mean, we can't even read what tea are the tea leaves from, yeah? Our whole life is full of the tea leaves. We, th we, we just believe it's peppermint or chamomile. We have no freaking idea. I'm in fear all day. You're not in fear all day. You're not. I hate myself. No, you don't. I am my own worst en enemy. No, you're not. Yeah. What says it's going to drink isn't you. What says it's going to drink is what wants you to drink, which is the disease of alcoholism. Why is that? Because that has you under control. When you're drinking, man, it's having a field day. Yeah, wow. It can visit all these fucking places you would never look like at as vacations, like jails, hospitals, fucking divorce courts. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. So I'm talking from the relief side, and I'm assuming a lot of us are in that state, which is wonderful. What a what a, a moment of gratitude just to appreciate what we've been relieved of. Yeah. Wow. It's mind-boggling. So <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, the point of these talks is just to get together, really. And hopefully that loving power that expresses itself through our group conscience is going to give what you need and what they need and what I need. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, knowledge of self is valuable because if, if, all of it, it always accumulates to the same recognition. I'm not that. That's the beauty of it, yes? Self-knowledge avails us nothing, yeah? If Unless you let go of your old ideas, and one of them is the idea of self, your, the results will be nil. Wow, those are incredible statements. But knowledge of self is very valuable because it leads to seeing you're not that. And then you're in the act of finding out actually what you are. Yeah. And you may find out, put it in weird terms, that you are a spiritual condition that can't be defined, that has no beginning or end, and doesn't live in a name or a form. It may live through a form that's given a name, but it doesn't live as a form and name.
Yeah. And be intimate with it. Yeah. Intimate, I mean, sense it more than, th you know, I don't care what it is, tell you the truth. Yeah. But there's a peace and an, a sense of contentment and satisfaction. And I'm at peace with a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm at peace that a lot of people I'd like to see sober are probably not going to be sober today. I'm at peace with that. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. I think one of the most powerful stances we have is holding the space, you know, holding the space for what, what life has to offer. Because who am I to say uh, I should save this person from their bottom? I don't, I think sometimes that's a huge disservice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for putting up with the rants. Uh, Like it says, you know, if if contentment and happiness, I don't like the word happiness. How about satisfaction and contentment was in place? All this would be academic, yes. But it still seems, it seems like the problem has dragged itself into the solution. Yeah. Hmm. If there's no no question, I'm just going to riff longer. So I'm going to riff on the idea of guilt and shame is based on the idea of being a doer. Yes? I mean, it's obvious. Guilt and shame needs to have a prior condition, which is being the doer. Yeah? Even being the doer or the one that should have done and didn't do. Yeah? that role and that role is held in a sacrosanct way by the head yet many of us felt like we were possessed while under the influence so something was using me to do a lot of shit that i would never have done on my own let's put it that i i believe that's a very clear recognition of what the condition was. Something used me for transportation and did through me what it wanted to do. Yeah. And what it wanted to do isn't much different in me than when it's in you. And we come to a recognize, recognition of what has defeated us because it's done the same thing through all of us different vessels. It's done the same thing. Yeah. So instead of we put aside the uniqueness of all the vessels and we see the commonality of what has defeated us or has taken us over. And that sense of being the doer of that behavior while you're out there is still keeping that mind open of guilt and shame. And the head loves to go back there with a shovel and dig up some more shit. Yes. When are we going to at least take a, just a moment to just honestly, how did I feel 
when I was driven by alcoholism. Did I feel like I was the driver? No, I didn't. Now everyone tells me I have to look like at life because I was the driver. Okay, I'm going to do that. And I do my inventory and I see my role in everything. Yet I cannot argue with something else that gets shown in the fourth column of the inventory. When I look at my role in things, I see something else's role in things. And I call that self. Yeah. So I see that which occupied me. I see that which, which inhabited me. Yeah. And I start giving over to Caesar's what Caesar's. And now the damage it did through me in my life, I have taken responsibility, but I now live in a state of accountability. I am not beating myself up for shit I didn't do 36 years ago. Just not going there. Yeah. Just not going there. And I believe that freedom from that past is based on seeing that I was not the doer when I was taken over by alcoholism or addiction, if you want to call it that. Yes. And it allowed me to outgrow that old idea that I'm the doer of whatever has ever come through me. Yeah. That old idea is an old idea. You can be taken over. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a timeshare car. You're not a fucking, yes. Yeah. A lot of things don't see it as your car. <laughs> things come in, anger, fucking lust, love. Things can take us for a ride. Yeah. Some of them are beautiful rides. Some aren't. Yeah. But to constantly believe you're the driver of it all is to me insane. Because it doesn't have any truth to it. Yeah. When you're, are you the same character when you have the flu? Don't you see life as a little more bleak when you're sick than when you're healthy? I feel I do. The view that I have is like more foggy, cloudy, wa wash, gray type of day. Yeah. Uh, am I not looking through the lenses of a flu or a virus? Yeah. So, and if you're interested in the idea of parasite, check them out in nature. They'll blow your mind. <clears throat> what some of them are up to and what they do. And they're usually always jacking into the brain of the host, whatever it is, an insect, a mammal or whatever. They're always jacking into the brain and directing the mammal or the insect to where it wants to go, the parasite. <clears throat> There's a lot of species in the mushroom world that do the, this thing, and you can read about them. And they sure sound like alcoholism taking over us, tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the whole. All right, Mike.
Does anybody have any questions or comments that they'd like to make with Paul today? Please use the raise hand feature. Nobody? That's great. Fantastic. Okay. Hey, Jed. We're hey, done. John. Oh, that's, oh, wait a minute. Let's wait, go wait. five seconds in the past. No that's... one asked the question. We've reached the zenith. Yes. Our, our job, in that second, the job was completed perfectly. And now, all right, we're bringing... Bring in the question. Just wanted you to sense it. No, that pause. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you, Paul. God, your talks are wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yes. They're not mine, thank God. <laughs> uh, it's a very interesting, loving feeling to be used by a force that you can't comprehend, but you have a great sense of its benevolence. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. It's, it's nice to be a, a tool being used by that, for sure. So appreciate it very much. I appreciate uh, having this tool shed so the tool can be used. It's great, the Zoom. Yeah. Thanks, Jed. Anybody else? Okay. You know what's going to be cool, Mike? What's that? Humbly, the reason why we started sharing was by some force, really. But it's because I didn't hear this in recovery. Maybe now you can hear it in recovery. That's great, eh? Yeah. The idea gets picked up and it gets some traction and it burrows itself into the foundation of the program. That's great to be a part of that activity. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. really, what's the what is it? What is the wish? You'd like to see people travel lighter, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not by you know, getting the next eight thousand dollar thing or thirty thousand dollar this or that, but just readily available right where you are, just to check things out and to question what usually goes unquestioned, yeah? Just to throw a little suspicion in there, healthy suspicion. And if something sort of sounds right to you, follow it up and let it see what happens. It may lead you to another door that was an unsuspected possibility, yeah? Yeah. So. Hello, Paul, it's Amy. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to thank you for the message and the message that you continue to give. So, you know, uh, so committedly, <laughs> um, yeah. I needed to hear it today. Um, 
you know, I need to hear it quite often. I really, you know, just being reminded that I'm not the doer and like all these things, you know, that I did in my disease or failed to do both. Um, you know, still there, still there. Sometimes I'm super, I, I can be identified with it, but there's just so much relief and um, relief from suffering in this message for me. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Thanks so much. Uh, I think I want to thank you for your presence all the time, Amy. And I'm really happy you're not standing in the middle of the road anymore as your virtual background. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You it, you know, I, <laughs> I still go back in the road in the middle of the road. I know, but that I was very symbolic. It. You're now on the, yeah. you're simply on the sidewalk now. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. great. That's great. not doing as much jaywalking, you know, getting hit by cars. But exactly. I mean, the, yeah. it's it's hard to appreciate what's absent in our lives. But mm -hmm. I so many other fucking crazy possibilities could be, you know, very strong probabilities right now that we've been relieved of. So it's an absolutely wow. It's amazing. I can just look at my own life and it yeah. doesn't take me about a split second to like think about it. Often I do take it for granted, as you say, you know, I don't, I don't notice it, but when I just take that, even a split second to notice what's not here that used to be here and also what could potentially be here and it's not here. Um, gratitude, immense gratitude and amazement really. And, and I didn't do that either. You know what I mean? I wasn't the doer of my own finding of recovery. No. Um, yeah, you know, the thing of uh, you know, the head has us some of us so much that the only way someone can entertain having those absences be absent is for them to be absent, meaning dead, instead of losing interest in self. So, there is a you know, there is a solution, and it doesn't need to be uh, a terminal one, yeah. You can see, uh, you can be there and 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 be there to appreciate all the other shit that's absent. Yeah. The only way that you thinking you can get out of that ever-present condition is for you to be absent. Uh, there's a solution that's different than that. Yes? Yeah, so. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. When I was the one that, and even today, even in sobriety, um, sobriety for today, like when I'm the one who has to solve the problem or, you know, I'm the one, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just, it doesn't work. No. Well, mm -hmm. when, when it's always, it always ends up being all about you. Uh, so tiring. Yeah, it's that that you that it's about is uh, isn't real even. Isn't real. It it can. Mm -hmm. It's not. Uh, it'll jump ship at any moment. Yeah. See, it's uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah. But hey, I'm happy we're yeah. on the road together, honey. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you're <clears throat> mm -hmm. This is the whole point. Uh, yeah. I figured some people out there would get some value out of this. I did. It made such an impact on me. I couldn't believe 
it, it wouldn't make impacts on others. So uh, we found a certain way for it to be presented, which is great with the YouTubes and these Zooms. And so, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, the way has appeared, you know, step by step with this invitation. It's great, actually. It's very cool. Yeah. And I have some people coming from the Zoom base this weekend, Nina and Michael, and hopefully a new maybe coming stuff. And we'll have the meeting on Saturday here at the house and uh, have just um, a, some fellowship. It would be nice. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey I, Paul, uh, Chris would yeah. like to ask a question. And then we have Peter. All right. Hey, hey, Paul, I haven't asked you a question in a really long time. And <clears throat> can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. A little while ago, you were talking about like when you're sick, you have the flu, you know, are we not looking through like the flu lens and the world seems a little gray or whatever? As it happens, I'm dealing with the flu right now. But what I'm wondering is, are you, and I mean you, are you like looking through that lens with one eye and... <laughs> <laughs> not looking of course you're looking at no you're not you're looking at that lens from an eye the day still seems crummier to you when you're sick well it's a it's a it's a it's a volatile volatile you that that would take it to be uh shitty but something tells it to be shitty, but it's not me. Yes. Yeah. So you kind of see it, but. Oh, yeah, I see it, but you don't get out of jail for free. No. I see. No. That's, that's, that's helpful. Because sometimes you start to judge, I shouldn't be feeling crappy uh, that's because it's not me. <laughs> that's all insane. That as soon as you hear it presenting it that way, that's not you. That's an easy recognition of the emperor has no clothes by looking at its outfit. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it thousands of times that, yes, it, you should or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, that's like 101, room 101, not you. <laughs> Yeah. I've only been coming here for two years or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you start seeing uh, the repetition. Uh, you know. Yeah, like you should be feeling this, you shouldn't be feeling that. That's been going on since maybe seven years old or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really help helpful, Paul. Thank you. Yeah, just... Uh, you start recognizing, uh, see it, see it's very vague, very vague, yeah, but it throws a net of repetition. So uh, you start, because you're aware of it, uh, you're not underneath the net, so you can see the net, how it gets thrown and how it gets sewn together again and shit like that. And you get a sense of it's not you. And so it's not taken that seriously. This is the point, because there are things that 
are worthy of being taken seriously. Sometimes it seems like we, or I at least, like I need permission. I need to be given permission to not take it seriously. Because there's not, I don't know why, you know. I know. Me- no, but the head plays with that. So, yeah, if you want me to give you permission, I give you <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Daily forward. <laughs> yes. So, yes. The head is holding, is a, is a, uh, the bondage is a lot of withholding. So how the bondage appears of self, the bondage of self is a lot of withholding. Yeah. So basically you have to earn something or get some permission or somehow meritocracy. It's, it's, uh, it's slavery in a lot of different forms. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to do a certain amount to get a certain relief. Yeah, it's like a transactional fucking deal. And or the rules e- can change exist. every moment, right? The rules can change. And it's like the casinos, the house basically always wins. So it always wins. Yeah. 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 It is like it, we, even just to exist, it's like you have to earn that right. And you, you never can quite do enough. Like the, the rule, the bar just keeps going up or something. Yes. This is just that this, this are not unusual. They're, the head has very finite traits. And sometimes you get to the head by checking out its traits. Yeah. <clears throat> so you lose interest in the figurehead of those traits. Yeah. By seeing them not as yours. And that's the thing that really kills it is loss of interest, really. Yeah. It feel it fears irrelevance more than anything else. I I would say, the selfing, most definitely. It wants to be relevant. If it yeah, can't it's... lead you to the sunlight of the spirit, it wants to be able to block you from the sunlight of the spirit. It's it wants to have some power. It's, when... It seems like everything it is doing is only to validate itself. Because it's, well, not, help, it's because not helping. It's invalid. That's why. Yeah. If something isn't so, for it to appear to be so, it has to be repeated quite fucking a lot. Yes. So there's no, it has to be repeated so much that there's like almost no space even in between it to see anything except like a blinder. Well, that's that's not based on it. It's based on your interest. It's your interest that tightens the seams up to make it look like it's one solid fabric it's interest it's your interest not your meaning chris but your what we represent is interest and attention and that interest and attention can make a wall out of a picket fence yeah so you'll stop seeing all the big gaps between uh the selfing and only think it's 24 7 selfing like people who get depressed, they feel like they're always depressed, which they're not, if you watch them. But see, this the seamlessness of the story, yeah, is not based on the story. The story is full of holes, and life jumps in and punches a hole through it. But it's the interest and attention that's given over to the story makes it fucking like opaque and solid, yeah? This is why it's, the loss of interest 
and self is the key. That's, yeah. That was also, that was brilliant and really helpful. Well, because self with, when you're looking at it all day, it looks opaque. When you see it from a distance, you see through it a lot. Yes. Yes. So it's, uh, obviously it's all based on us the power of self that it lords over us. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks it so much. It doesn't have a volume itself. The th your head does not have its own volume knob. It's it's you. You're listening to it is what increases the volume or not. So there's hearing that has it playing at a certain volume. And then there's listening that increases the volume. That's interesting. Listening is you're interested in it, what it's saying, because it's about you and you're interested in you. Just fucking tell the truth about that. You don't have to change it. Just tell the truth. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, the heads are so, the thoughts are so loud in my head today. They're not. It's, it's your interest that's making them sound loud. How are you going to get relief? For the head, if you th you think it's in the ass, you know, you're going to be administering all the medicine to the wrong fucking area. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, the head's driving me crazy. No, the head can drive you crazy if it's magnetized by an incredible amount of interest and attention, which is called obsession. Yes. Yeah. An uninterested in mind cannot drive you crazy. An uninterested in mind cannot drive you crazy. Yeah. 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 It needs interest to do it. It does. Yeah. As a constant supply of interest because it's, it's presented, all of its shit is presented as being about us in some form or level. And we're interested in us. <laughs> That's called self-centeredness. That's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. We try everything to lower the thoughts and to do this, but this key, this to me works because the thoughts allowed because you're the seemingly thinker of or the thought about of. When you're not those two things, they won't be as loud. That's as simple as that. Listening it has a different volume than hearing. Hearing is, is inevitable because we're conscious. We're going to hear everything. Whatever thing is making a noise, even if it's inside without a sound, we're going to hear it. But listening to it is different. Yes, there's an interest there. Yeah, I see that. So, uh, yeah. So when you get interest in silence to a sufficient and now thing, it will override the, the cacophony of sound. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now you can't produce that, but it's able to be produced by loss of interest. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, lose interest in that which you have taken to be you all these years. And when you do, you're going to lose interest in that and gain interest in other things. Yeah. Maybe one of the other things is going to be a non-thing called your your own condition, your spiritual fact. Yes. Who knows? 
Who am I to say? But you'll find out, yeah? I'll tell you, you're not going to get interested in another self as much as you've been interested in yourself. No fucking way. Even if you love somebody, it's going to peter out after a while. Yeah, I mean, the bondage of self is like a marathon. You're married to a marathon runner. I mean, it's a long... <laughs> so... Just if there's a loss of interest in self, that's sufficient to trigger a lot of effects. Yeah. A lot of effects. Yeah. Thank, thanks again, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. I see the other hands going up now. <laughs> hey, hey, Paul, we still have two more questions here. They just popped uh, up. All right. Okay. If hey, you're Peter, not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Hi, Peter. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Hey, Paul. Uh, thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for being here. And uh, thanks for putting light on this because uh, yeah, I um, I I guess I I wanted to engage because I I see there's like something's reluctant to let this fully come in, you know. And I I and I I'm one of these, you know, as I've heard a bit of you sharing on your story, you know, been to jails, attempted suicides, like retreat 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 this guru that guru like but i've never i've never recognized like itself trying to get out of self and the and therefore i never feel like i'm getting anywhere and you know had i not already tried those attempted suicides to recognize i can't really kill me yeah like i was out of the body looking at the body dying and going oh shit that's not the door you know but it, it's not not understanding how to see what the actual situation is and really where is the relief to be found and i've never yeah like because of the anguish of it's like a gambler like because of the anguish of so many failures it's like i have to beat this motherfucker you know and that's it talking right like it, yeah. it wants it wants me to don't give up come on you know like you've got to beat this thing and it feeds off of me wanting to beat this thing, basically, yeah? Yes. And it's... Yes. Uh, it's like the, yeah, it wants to have the, yeah, the uh, the grudge match. Yeah. Paper. Like I've con I, finally con I've, I finally conquered that which has been defeating me. Yes. <laughs> this is why it's surrender. Surrender is... What you get relieved of is the need to be liberated. So the head needs to be liberated and it wants to have a big, giant, dramatic play around that. But what happens with this is you lose interest in the need to be liberated. Yeah. And now that to me is the true liberation. <laughs> you lose interest in the spiritual warrior and its final conquest after so many defeats you lose interest in that and you're more interested in like uh having a coffee or something yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh i would never have thought the way it's played out would have been the way it would play out which is probably pretty good <laughs> because my thinking the way it's played out obviously wouldn't be the way it's going to play out so, uh, yeah, loss of interest is the key. 
Now, now the warnings about that are important because if you're in the act of being identified as self and then you set off on your new crusade, which is to lose interest in self, that's just more interest in self. Yes. So you yeah. got to hear about that because that's what it's going to do. Whatever you hear, it's going to say it hurt it in a second or two. And then it's going to go out based on its direction finder, which is a fucking failed GPS. And it's going to have a plan of how for you to arrive where you can experience your own absence and still be there. And, uh, and you'll go on another fucking magical mystery tour and, and get I more. Just... You'll have the identity of being a spiritual warrior. This, uh, what she, what she just pointed to it, you know, the thing that kind of jumped out, I don't know, like a year back. And there is this line in Power Versus Force, uh, David Hawkins. And he was, he, he's mentioned how people, when they leave the 12-step groups and how it's this pride and how this identity kind of reforms. And, uh, you know, and it, what, I, what I'm recognizing, I think, in your, specifically the meeting that you're holding and this kind of very rigorous uh looking in a very specific direction and very specific areas which seem to be basically where this thing it's almost it's almost like it seems like you're speaking and holding this focus in such a light that it doesn't give it any room to sort of like you either you either get in this conversation and it, it gets kind of exposed where in many means it's not exposed so it's sort of still how do you say it's still staying healthy, yeah? This obsession with self and this like thinking that self's gonna get out of itself. And it's, you know, and so what, I, what I'm what i acknowledging, I guess, to myself here is just, it seems like the key piece here is to stay with other people in this condition and being rigorous and honest and open with one another such that, you know, these deceptions can't really get strength within us because we're not protecting them thinking we're so clever because we're yeah we're caught up in yeah. some clever little plan basically yes well that's how it plays out but we're not playing it out that way we're just at the effect of let's say the presence that's expressing itself in this group conscience yes mm -hmm. but we are attempting to see uh the exact nature of the wrong as presented by in the big book of AA called representing represented by the word self, which is really, uh, I don't believe in that. I believe in the idea of selfing, which is a mental activity that implies you already are something that you never could be, which is self. Okay. So that it's in the head and the interest and attention it has, uh, sucked up so much interest and attention it's been able to mutate into some forms of a life called addiction and alcoholism visit many many bottoms and tons of stuff and uh you know just tell the truth about what's going on with this idea that you're not that and then uh see where it takes you hopefully it'll allow you to travel lighter a lot of spiritual warriors could do it would be very beneficial to travel lighter as a spiritual warrior. <laughs> they some of them are traveling pretty heavy for the next big battle, <laughs> the, the crown royale.
<laughs> so this is uh it's it's got a built-in humility that's quite valuable yeah because it's very clear uh you're not doing anything that you're expressing or observing <laughs> it's pretty nice so yeah come back man thank you yeah yeah if you like come we have one actually you can come back in a few hours we have another meeting at 4 30 <laughs> today pacific time so uh yeah we figure I, you know how much trouble you can you get into in a day so we have like five talks that go across a week i think we should that's sort of a safe enough net i think yeah <laughs> You know, in all the in all those years of going to meetings, I never and and working on steps and making amends, but I never saw it or did any of that work from a position of, you know, self is what defeated me. It was always I was still you know carrying shame and guilt, which kind of kept the whole thing going. Yeah, because it I never it was like I'm apologizing, but I still felt guilty. Like, you know, how can I be so fucked up? I really got to get better. So this doesn't happen again, which is just the same shit still kind of in operation yeah. and not even noticing. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, that's why we, we hold these talks. There's a lot of unsuspected things going on in us. We have the one unsuspected inner resource. There's a lot of other unsuspected external influences saying they're internal conditions <laughs> so we're just pointing them out and if the shoe fits wear it yeah 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 that's what we that's what uh and we hold the space here for each other and not even it's just for what is i hope basically and uh yeah this i follow you know this happened i didn't come up up with this through uh studies i came up through it by uh, build there was so much evidence built into this life i just needed the right pair of glasses to see it in a certain way because the way i was seeing it was i gotta try to avoid this ignore it deflect it run from it mask it everything uh and i finally ran into the you know i i borrowed a lot of pairs of glasses around and I finally found one that worked in this situation and uh, that emphasized and, and highlighted aspects of the same evidence that were never emphasized and highlighted before. Yeah. So uh, it's, it took the same life, but it collated it completely differently. And in, if you're into, ever heard the course of miracles, it's sort of the the thing that the Holy Spirit does. It takes the same data that the head is using to build up a story of you, and it uses it in a completely different manner. And then now you get a presentation that's about the previous presentation <laughs> and how insane the previous presentation is yeah, to lead you to not need any presentation. But first, you need one presentation to sort of uh, disqualify the other presentation, which it's very good at. And then uh, you see anew, yeah? You, you, uh, you're relying on your own vision, uh, which isn't your own vision. Yeah, yeah. So 
it's like a thing Ramana said, a great master Ramana, when it comes to understanding. He says, all right, some guy's walking down the road, his foot's hurting, he's got all these little stories about it, it keeps hurting, finally he stops, takes his shoe off, looks at it, he has a thorn in his foot, all right? So he's looking, sitting there, and he looks around, he finds another thorn, so he uses the second thorn to dig out the first thorn. He doesn't replace the first thorn with the second thorn. He throws both of them away. And now he starts traveling lighter. Yes. So this is what an understanding is. An understanding is not the goal. Our awareness or vision is the goal, which is already so. The understanding is going to help us recognize it's already so. <laughs> Yeah. So that's its value. So the head has presented a way of life and how to see things. And we're presenting another way to look at that. And then maybe see you're not that. And then uh, the other understanding is a nice thing you can wear, but you don't live by you live by vision, you know, by awareness, whatever. Yeah, just cleaner way. So thank you very much. Want to get to the next person, Mike, it's Thank you, sure. Mike. Everyone's staying around too for it. But who's yeah. the next one? Thank you, Peter. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with this name, but I think it's Leanne. Leanne, would you like to ask Paul a question? Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Hi. Uh, it's a long time. I was here once. Um, I yeah, followed now everything very carefully, also with losing interest, what is also more experienced here and a lot of stuff. But what always comes back is like fear of the future being supported. So this is very strong, comes also from my mother. Um, and she's also making quite some pressure because I haven't been working for a while now. And uh, I enjoyed the... Well, I, I can also see through it kind of pseudo-freedom, yeah, um, to do stuff differently in a day if you're not in a job. And uh, yet that it's also kind of a pseudo-freedom, yeah, in a way. And um, But still, the mind always comes back um, with the fear of future being supported financially, and having also these pictures ending in the street because I don't really want to work anymore still, you know, I prefer still this than working. So there's also resistance in this part. And I wanted to know like, um, with this fear, oh, for example. <laughs> I would turn it over to the your idea of the higher power. So surrender would be about I think is the appropriate suggestion from what you, how you just said it and how you feel about it. There's a fear that seems to be a chronic one under underlying because of your upbringing of that. You're not going to be taken care of in the mm -hmm. future. And you have a lot of ideas of what that would needs to look like, but let's just forget that. But the idea, if that's the case right now, then the easier, softer way is to surrender that topic or that uh, those possibilities over to the care of something greater than yourself. Yeah, it's called yeah. surrender. Yes, and the idea yeah. of turning it over leads yeah. to the fact of being uh, that everything gets turned over. 
after a while. So, yeah. So yeah. Can, yeah, that's what I would be. I would uh, just from hearing where you were when you were talking about it, that would be what I would suggest. Yeah, take that whole idea of the future and the conditions that you don't want or do want it to be like and give it over to that power that got you and keeps you sober. If it, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like this, I think, fear of the unknown that I will be really all right if I let go of all the images, you know, yeah. even if yeah. it would be a perfect life, like having the image to live like this or like that. Um, so it yes, really and also it may not, and life doesn't have to be the either or. It's not like I'm going to not work and be destitute and work and be bummed out. It doesn't have to be that way. You may find temporary work. There's, life can... Mm -hmm doesn't have yeah. to it's not black or white that's that's yeah. that's the form the head yeah. always tries to put things in yeah so you can yes. make money without quote unquote working in certain ways yeah. yes a lot of things. <laughs> yeah but i understand it's really to to surrender really means to because we are afraid of the unknown it is pictured like but then if i don't know you know it's like the fear also, if I don't know what will happen, uh, it's like the fear of this also, you know, because I think in the back is still like, but it won't be good what will be happening anyways, you know. Right. So I think so you have an idea of what the, uh, you're giving meaning, you're not, the head is giving meaning to the unknown, yeah. making it something to be afraid of. So it's making a known unknown, you yeah. know, it's not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Red a bad, bad guy. You yeah. can see it's all the head, honey. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I know it, but it's sometimes so strong. It feels so, um, yeah, existential. No, of course, it comes really to the survival. <laughs> and then, yeah. This but is, you have this. enough evidence, even in 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 the mental court, you can counteract its argument because you've been taken care of. So you, it's not like. You have a lot of evidence to dispute the little mental uh, judgment. Yes, because yes. Because it's been care of already. We've had the evidence. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so, and I had so many situations. Actually, I was already in situations like being put in the street and then miraculously, you know, a solution appeared. I know this, yeah, and I always go back to these memories now, but it's so convincing. Yeah, but now, you know, now, no, now you will crush it. Yeah, there's so you, much. You have <laughs> yeah, see, but see the those faiths that were laid down, uh, those rocks that were laid down by the faith in the higher power, they're fucking solid. You can sit on that. Yeah, yeah. So I would just do a surrender formula if you like. Yeah. Here's this stuff. I have a lot of ideas about the unknown <laughs> that that uh, I give it over. Yeah, yeah, that's my suggestion. Hey, honey, it's nice to see you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. very much. Yes, we got Tom yeah. for. Let's make Tom the last person, Mike. Eh, because I got a. Okay, come on in, Tom. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, thank. You. Um, yes, what I what I noticed is uh, that uh, uh, about capturing interest and uh, attention, of stealing uh, interest and attention by the thought system, 
is by announcing bad news by uh, about me actually so the the st strategic because that makes me listen uh, by uh, by uh, bad bad news about what's going to happen to me and uh, bad forecasts that that it's like the press the the the, the newspapers uh, actually are also full of bad news because that takes the most interesting and interest and attention Yes. So uh, apparently, it's like a, st a strategy to to keep me uh, hooked to the to the to the news uh, in my head, actually about me, so-called me. Isn't that well, so? Seeing that is quite valuable. Don't do anything with it. Just you start. You're seeing it. That's going to go a long way. This is. I don't. I. To me. It's not acquiring knowledge. It's getting hit by knowledge. You get hit by something, and then you get hit by something, and you get hit by something. And then that sets off a train of other things, which I don't want to get into describing. But it's you're learning about what you're not, and you're learning about the game of draw, dragging or drawing interest into fucking insane narratives because of the interest that's all that matters just like people you see it in 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 society now it's a good example i better not use it because it's an outside thing but people are willing to lie now a lot because they know it's working because it's getting people afraid yeah so they're lying and lying and lying, just like the head does. And they're thinking there's not going to be any consequences, just like the head does, but they're going to be. And they, so when they're confronted, they don't care because they want to sway the other people's opinion. And it's working. So they're just going to keep doing it because there's no moral high ground. Yeah, they just want to sway people to do what they think is the best in the, for their interests. Yeah. This is just as, as within, so without, yeah, you can see it on a massive scale or you can see it in your little private theater. It's the same, same in a way. Yes. So, uh, sometimes the head is so desperate, it just throws everything out and it's just totally outlandish shit. And it's just hoping one of those things that throws on the wall sticks, like throwing spaghetti on the wall, because all it wants, it wants the interest. It doesn't want to be truthful or right or anything. It wants interest, attention. It's food. Yeah. And we are the source of its food. Yeah. It plays to us. People are not the thoughts that are playing and what you're listening to in your head is not being broadcast on your forehead. It's not. It's not for it's not for mass uh, an audience. It's for one. It's playing to you because it wants that interest and attention. Yeah, and it goes to great lengths, and especially if it already has those distribution lines. It just wants to increase increase volume and just get more and more. To the point where does it lead some of us? Some people, they'll do anything to get a little relief from it. And then they, shit, 
when I first was getting loaded, it felt like medicine to me because it was relieving me of shit I wasn't getting any relief from any other way. And so, man, nothing was going to stop me from getting that relief because I needed it. Yeah. Now, what happened was an alliance and a bondage to it was produced and reinforced to the point you can still hear its echoes. Yeah. Its song played for so long, you can still hear its echoes. Yeah. So, uh, see it. This is not going to change its its nature to defeat you. It's going to it's going to change that you're not going to be defeated. That's all. It's not a rehab for your head. It's recognizing. It's it's a, it's not going to be a service animal. It's not going to be your amigo. It's not going to be. And if you believe, well, it's only a part of me. Well, that part of you thinks it's all of you. And so something needs to be looked at because it's not going to take itself to be a part of you. It takes it to, to be all of you. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for that. And I'm going to start saying goodbye, Mike. Eh? Oh, there's a lot of people that have nothing to do on a Tuesday. So I, I imagine I'm going to see you at 430 Pacific time. Also, the life of Zoom. It's great. All right, Michael, I, am I going to see you later, Mike? Oh, great. All right. Anu, as always. I hope I'm seeing you this weekend. You're going to come up? Yes, great. Great. Dana, I befriended you somehow on Facebook. Yes, I said yes. I, I keep getting messages. <laughs> Dana, what? Okay. I begrudgingly befriended you on Facebook. You'll probably never see me there, but you're a friend of mine. Axel, nice to see you. Mickey, as always, thank you. Oh, Ruby Rose, our emissary in the the wild lands of Wichita. <laughs> she's hanging out. She's 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 staying form. She's staying true. Oh, right on. Yeah. All right, Tom, yeah. Denver, nice to see you. Chris in Massachusetts somewhere. Joseph C., nice to see you, Joseph. Peter, thank you for participating, holding the space with us all. Walter, Jacob in the Hudson Valley. Say hello to Alex. Roman Mueller, he's, he's, I can tell the, the seasons when he's sitting closer to the radiator. There he is, the radiator. There you go. Rico, thank you for that beautiful message, Rico. Atara, nice to see you, Atara. We still don't know the name, Ilana, I say, Ilana. Oliver. Liane. What is it? Liane, it's German. Liane, it's beautiful. Liane. Yeah, but I, I don't want an identity out of that. <laughs> <laughs> has brought a lot of trouble <laughs> all right lindy sukai cassandra paula oh, that's nice rich rye 
we got Mika from Finland. Yes. Kimia, John S, Florida, Tom M, Wayne, Rich. I think I got everyone. Thank you. We'll be here tomorrow, uh, today at 4.30 Pacific time. And everything is on the event page, the, the Zoom. The meeting in in Marin uh, on Saturday will be at the house. So we'll be having uh, the meeting in Novato on Saturday. And the Zoom is one o'clock like usual. All right. See everybody. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Thank Thanks, you. Paul. Thanks, Thanks Paul. Michael. Thanks, Paul.